Hello, friends. Welcome back to Quick Take, your Apple Focus podcast. I'm your host, John Sherrod, and I hope everyone had a, a happy Easter weekend, a uh, good time with family and friends this past weekend. And uh, wow, um, it has been a big week uh, for Apple. There's actually been a lot of stuff happening, and I haven't even yet had time to sit down and record a podcast focusing on Apple's education event that it held uh, last week, which I do plan to get around to. Uh, but there's been a lot of big news this week, and, and on this week, so on, on this particular episode, I'm going to focus on a report uh, that came out uh, on, from Bloomberg, from Ian King and Mark Gurman, and the headline says, Apple plans to use its own chips and Macs from 2020, replacing Intel. Um, that's, pretty big, that's a pretty big deal if that happens. Uh, this is the kind of thing that has been rumored about uh, for quite some time now, and I've talked about it on this show before. Um, but this has been the first thing that feels like a concrete piece of evidence that shows that Apple is really moving that way. Now, I think um, some caution is always in order when it comes to uh, reports in the media about Apple. Um, you know, first of all, Apple's a very secretive company, so um, you know it, it's hard to put a lot of trust in any kind of rumor about Apple until Apple comes out and confirms it themselves. Uh, so, you know. Take, always take this with a grain of salt. It was always funny when I was working in Apple retail, um, and it always amazed me, you know, because I've always followed Apple rumors uh, for years and years and years. I've always been kind of deeply plugged in to, you know, the online Apple community, which, you know, involves a lot of, you know, following rumors. Um, but it always would surprise me how uh, just your every everyday average consumer would 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 become aware of of a lot of these Apple rumors and you, you know, you'd be working in the Apple store and you, you know, in that role, you can't really comment on rumors. Um, but customers would always, not only were they aware of the rumors, but in a lot of cases, they would just totally believe everything they heard as if it was going to happen exactly the way the rumor happened. Um, when in reality, you know, a lot of times rumors don't pan out or if they do pan out, they don't pan out the way the initial rumors say they will. Um, but, you know, this one, this one feels like there's some smoke to this fire. And I'm going to read a little bit from uh, the piece they have. Again, this is from Bloomberg. And it says, Apple Inc. is planning to use its own chips and Mac computers beginning as early as 2020, replacing processors from Intel Corp., according to people familiar with the plans. The initiative, codenamed Kalamata, is still in the early developmental stages, but comes as part of a larger strategy to make all of Apple's devices, including Macs, iPhones, and iPads, work more similarly and seamlessly together, said the people who asked not to be identified discussing private information. The project, which executives have approved, will likely result in a multi-step transition. The shift would be a blow to Intel, whose partnership helped revive Apple's Mac success and linked the chipmaker to one of the leading brands in electronics. Apple provides Intel with about 5% of its annual revenue, according to Bloomberg Supply Chain Analysis. Um, so this is big. Now, this isn't the first... You know, if this if this happens, this would not be the first um, processor switch that Apple has made, or even the second. Um, you know, I you know used used Macs and Apple II devices and things like that. You know, a long time ago in grade school, but I didn't really get into the Mac until late high school and got my first Mac right before I went off to college um, in the year two thousand, which was, you know, at that point, far along into the Power PC era, and um, boy, it, that was an interesting time and. Um, yeah, you know, it was funny. We one of the you know in the in the Mac versus PC wars, you, you'd hear the the phrase Wintel thrown around as as a term of derision to refer to the the Windows Intel 
duopoly. <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, it was, it was a, a, a massive deal when Apple switched to Intel, they made that announcement in 2005. And, uh, I, I remember I was working in Apple retail at the time and, uh, I mean, that was a huge surprise to all of us. Um, but, it, and it felt weird because of how tight the perception of Microsoft and Intel had been. And again, in the, in the minds of, of the Mac faithful, um, you know, contrasting the, the Wintel world with, with the Mac world and, and, uh, and Apple building up the PowerPC for all those years. And the PowerPC was great in its day, but Apple ran into a lot of issues. Uh, PowerPC was, um, was, was controlled by IBM and Motorola, and Apple had a lot of issues with uh, getting new powerful chips to put in its computers and its Macs to keep, to keep pace with the most powerful chips from Intel, which was the dominant uh, PC chip maker at the time and, and still is. Um, and also, those, those PowerPC chips... You know, Apple ran into, they had lots of thermal issues and, and uh, you know, the Power Mac G4 and G4, well, the Power Mac G5 had, had uh, you know, multiple thermal zones and, and liquid cooling and all this stuff just to, just to keep it cool enough. And so it was funny, customers at that time were just clamoring for a PowerBook G5. You know, the PowerBook G4 was a big hit, but that PowerBook G4 stuck around forever and people were waiting for the PowerBook G5. And, uh, and, and just thermally, it just wasn't possible to get it down into a laptop. And so it never happened. And for these, and I'm sure other reasons, Apple made the switch to Intel. Steve Jobs announced it. Um, and, uh, it, 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 it was, uh, it, it took the computer world by storm. It was just one of the biggest things to ever happen in the industry when Apple switched to Intel. And, um, you know, of course, Apple did it its own way. It never put the uh, Intel Inside stickers on its computers or featured the Intel, you know, musical chime in its commercials or anything like that, because that's just not Apple style. Um, but Apple made the switch and it happened uh, fairly quickly. Uh, Apple announced it in 2005 and over the course of 2006, um, the entire Mac line was transitioned over to the Intel processors. And, um, you know, of course, it was the case that this wasn't something that Apple just flipped a switch on overnight. I mean, Apple had been probably for years and years uh, had Mac test hardware running on Intel, uh, you know, because it knew that it, it, there was a chance that it might have to make a switch and hedge its bets. And, you know, it's interesting that... Um, let me see if I can find where it was in this article, in this piece that I just read... Oh, yeah. It says, uh, you know, the initiative, talking about the potential switch away from Intel, is still in the early developmental stages. That's, that's funny, because you've got to know that Apple has been tinkering with this idea, thinking about this idea uh, for a long time. So they may be just in the, in the initial stages of actually implementing the switch, but uh, you've got to know that they've, in, in their development labs, have had prototypes running on various other types of processors for a long time. Um, you know, so this would be a major thing and this would, uh, you know, it would be interesting to see if this really happens, if this comes to fruition, when Apple makes the announcement, um, is this something that they talk about this summer at, at the worldwide developers conference, WWDC, or is this something that we don't hear about until next year? Um, it's going to be interesting to, to kind of wait and find out. And I think everybody is going to be waiting with interest to see what Apple does talk about this summer. Um, you know, because they do have to give the developers some lead time because if they're, you know, there, there will be some, some process of um, transitioning your apps from the Intel 
uh, base processor to the the new processor and, and developers will have to update their apps and you know if it follows the the um, the same course as the switch to Intel um, you know there'll be some type of emulation software that will some kind of emulation mode built into Mac OS that will run apps that were made to run on the Intel processor uh, because you know you might have apps that you've used for years but maybe they haven't been de- haven't been updated in a long time and developers aren't actively working on new features. So it's it's going to be an interesting um, thing to watch this come about, if indeed it does happen. But it really does. This really does feel uh, again like 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 this may be the real deal. I mean, they've got a code name for it. Um, you know, they and, and this just makes this just makes a ton of sense for Apple. Um, Apple has has always been and and increasingly so in recent years been all about doing as much as they can themselves without having to rely on other partners. Um, you know, the issues they're having with Intel now aren't as severe as what they were having with PowerPC uh, in the early 2000s. Um, but they still have to wait on Intel's timeline. They can't implement all the hardware features that they want to implement when they want to implement it uh, because they have to wait for Intel and their roadmap for their processors. And so uh, Apple doesn't like... Uh, you know, depending on anyone else for anything related to their core business. Um, so we've seen that uh, over on the iOS side, um, the iPhone, Apple Watch, iPad, Apple TV, all of those products um, have never used Intel chips. Um, Apple has long developed its own uh, line of chips based on the ARM processor system, uh, but Apple designs it. They have an in-house uh, chip design team that actually designs the chips themselves. And, uh, and, and so they have, this wouldn't be something they're just jumping into for the first time. They've got loads of experience doing this on those other devices and they have done incredible work with that. I mean, the iPad pro, um, is more powerful than a whole bunch of, uh, personal computers out there, traditional laptops and desktops, including, uh, several models of, of Apple's laptop lineup. So, um, they've done some remarkable work there. And if this does happen, it'll be really interesting to see what they can apply to the traditional personal computer. Um, you know, so far all the chips they've designed have been uh, of the low power variety for devices, again, like the Apple watch and the iPhone and the iPad, they have not developed the type of chips, the type of high performance, um, you know, high power chips that they would need to put in like the iMac or the Mac pro their higher end computers. They don't have, you know, they haven't done that so far. So, um, you know, my expectation of how this might go is that we might see an ARM-based Mac uh, first as a laptop, uh, maybe a Mac Mini, you know, something like that, and then slowly work its way up through the lineup until eventually, um, until eventually every Mac is running on an Apple-designed processor, and that'll be a really interesting experience. Um, again, there's been some rumors recently that Apple's working on. Uh, building its own displays because again they you know when the uh, iPhone 10 came out Apple designed really designed the specs for the display but Samsung manufactured it because they're the only ones that can really manufacture those displays at scale and that's kind of an awkward thing because Samsung uh, is also one of Apple's biggest rivalries in the smartphone game so um, you know again they're trying to just have more and more control over the end-to-end production and uh, of their their products um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see if this happens and what the reaction is 
to the industry and the market uh, when this happens. Um, that's certainly not without difficulty and challenges. Um, but honestly, I'm excited about this this concept. Um, you know, for people who are newer to the Mac, this might seem like a, a big jolting thing. But you know, having gone through the the transition to Intel um, years ago in 2006. Uh, that I don't know. In many ways, it doesn't feel like all that long ago to me. So I feel like we can do it again. Let's do this. I'm, I'm really interested to see what Apple does here. Uh, so I'm sure there'll be more information come out about this if uh, this really is indeed a thing that's going to happen. And it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens with that. And again, watching WWDC this summer to see if Apple says anything about it. But, uh, you know, this is going to, if it happens, really allow Apple to release new Mac hardware on their own timeline when they have the chips ready that, that they want to use the way they want to use it in terms of, you know, this is going to allow them to really custom tool how they, um, you know, deal with power management. And that could lead to, uh, you know, better battery life, um, you know, better efficiency. Um, so it, it's going to be really interesting to see how this happens. And, um, you know, that was one of the, the always the storylines in the, the Mac versus PC, um, debates back in the day because you had Apple and the rest of the PC industry on a totally different chipset. Um, and so you could, you know, there were all kinds of, you know, all kinds of, uh, uh, arguments about which processor was better and all this stuff. And that kind of went away with the switch to Intel because Apple's using the exact same processors that are being used by the majority of the, the, the windows PC market. So we might be going back to that time where, you know, you'll really be able to, you know, have people up in arms on their, you know, behind their battlements on the sides of the Mac versus PC thing and everybody taking shots at each other about what processor is better at what task and all that stuff. So yeah, if this happens, it's going to be an interesting next few years. So we'll just have to wait and see. But I wanted to just take a few minutes to to talk about that and get my feelings out there about it. Um, if you have any thoughts or if you have any questions, uh, again, you can download, I'm using uh, the anchor app to record this podcast, which is a free app on iOS. If you download the anchor app, you can use that to record an audio message and send it to me. And I can actually include it in a future episode of quick take. So I'd love to have somebody give that a shot. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at J W Sherrod, S H E R R O D. And, uh, if you got a second, take a minute and go into Apple podcast and, uh, give me a five-star rating that really helps with the visibility of the podcast or share this episode on your social media. Thanks for listening and have a good rest of your week.